Welcome to the Crowfall Podcast, where we share stories and perspectives from the world of Crowfall with your hosts, Chris and Walker. This is Walker, and this week we discuss the new Dregs campaign that introduces a wide variety of changes to the formula. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. Chris, how are you doing this week, man? I feel reaffirmed in my enjoyment of Crowfall. I guess the word oh. would be reaffirmed. Um, if we're going off the, the one word thing. It's your world, boss. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, I mean, I haven't got to play too much in the new dregs, but I did manage to get reacquainted with the world. And I'm happy to report it still feels great. I couldn't uh, help but smile running around, uh, everything feeling kind of fresh after being away for a while. Yeah. Did, was there anything particular that, that stood out to you? Is, is feeling good? I just really like how the combat mechanics work, I think. I mean, everything just feels kind of, you know, real smooth. And I just appreciate it being that way. Well put together, I guess. I mean, I guess there'd be some arguments for the balancing and, and different things. I just mean attacking the creatures. Everything feels really fluid. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean, I don't think that the answer has supposed to be something that's like overly technical. I just meant literally what felt good. Because yeah. uh, I, I think both of us have largely stepped away really following the February campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I... I think I, I think we logged in one. I think we logged in the first weekend of the March Dregs campaign. Yeah, and took some flags or whatever. But otherwise, kind of took a break. So yeah, just in, on an intuitive level, when you come back, I mean, I, you know, I'm gonna. I, so I am <laughs> somewhat of an MMO junkie, unfortunately. <laughs> um, how many MMOs is too too many MMOs is a good question. The answer is probably one is too many. <laughs> uh, but in the last couple of months, I think I've tried out maybe four other MMOs. Now, that being said, obviously, you can't get to the end game or, or really get a complete sense of a game. But certainly, when you first start playing something, there's just a, a feeling that you get. You yeah. know, does it feel janky? Does it feel fun? Mm-hmm. How does it strike you? You know, I know another game that came out earlier this year that there was some talk about in our uh, old alliance is mortal online Two, And that game is very different from Crowfall yes. <laughs> in many ways. I personally, when I, when I logged into it and played mortal online, I thought that it, I appreciated it because I was really, really sold on, um, I guess the vision <laughs> of uh, the potential of what it could be. Right. Mm-hmm. But you logged in and refunded the game, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. which means that you didn't play for very long because you have to refund it relatively soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that as a shot at your playtime. I just mean in that example, though, like for you, you log into it and you just felt like it didn't feel good. Like it just felt kind of clunky or kind of janky. And I'm putting words in your mouth there, but I think that's a fair yeah. counting of your assessment. I mean... Everything worked fine. I didn't I didn't run into any issues like that. I think coming off of Crowfall where 
everything is is just more faster compared to Mortal Online 2. And I wasn't ready to play for a long period in that. And I was like, maybe I'll come back to it at some point. But right now, it just wasn't hitting the spot. Yeah, yeah. And my point here is not to disparage the game. I don't care that much about it. My, my point is more just that, like, there's there's just a sense that you get when you play something. I mean, whenever we decided to 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 go for Crowfall, it was still in beta. And I didn't really want to play the beta, which is funny because that's actually what we've ended up doing for the last nine months and are now actively participating in again. <laughs> the real beta. Even, beta, beta. even though we've, yeah, we've paid for the privilege this time. But I, I still logged in just to see, like, well, does it just feel mm-hmm. okay? You yeah. know? And I didn't get into the systems. I didn't know how any of it worked. I, I don't even think I got to level 30 or something. I mean, I think I played for 30 minutes, you know, very brief. Mm-hmm. But that's enough time to get a sense of just how does it feel? The way I, I don't know, it, there's just a smoothness to it with, like, the UI and just how you interact with, with the game. I, I just look for this. I don't know how else to describe it. Sure. Yeah, I think I I was, so I had a, you know, because I've played a few other games and one of the games I played a bit of actually is Guild Wars 2, which Mm -hmm. I played forever ago when it came out and have gone back a a handful of times, usually very briefly, but this time I had some buddies that were playing and so I went to, to check it out with them. And it took me a while in Guild Wars to get used to tab targeting again, because it's an oh, old yeah. style game like that. And now I'm used to it again. <laughs> so yesterday, or not yesterday, but whatever, this week when I came back to, to Dregs, it took me, I mean, not that long, but it took me <laughs> a few minutes of constantly hitting tab mm-hmm. to try and trying to select a target and being like, oh, right, that doesn't work <laughs> in this game. I don't know. I definitely appreciate I appreciate Crowfall's combat style. The fact that it's yeah. not tab targeting. It is a little weird how much time you spend just holding left click on an enemy. <laughs> um, like that feels weirder than I thought it, than I remembered it feeling before. Because mm. in a tab targeting game, you know, you, you're you're selecting the target and then you're just pressing commands, right? You're not holding a button down in that way. So that specifically, which I know that's an incredibly nuanced <laughs> point, but that specifically felt a little weird. But I, I do appreciate the actual just looking, you know, at where you at the thing you want to fight, yeah, um, and not having a, a targeting system in that way. Being able to, I don't know, kind of sw- switch positions into behind. Well, and it also just keeps. It just it introduces another layer of which I think to your point of the positioning where, you know, even just fighting NPC mobs, mm-hmm. like I was, I think I was fighting like a I don't know some melee mob, and then there was like a ranger mob. Well, the ranger mob jumps backwards twenty feet or whatever they do, right? Oh yeah. So now, now the melee creature is in between me and the ranged one but I had been attacking the ranged one first. So it's lower health. So I want to kill it first. Right. So I actually have to just move my character (laughs) so that the ranger is in my line of sight to attack, not the melee mob. That's, that's still closer to me. Yeah. Whereas in a tab targeting game, I would, I wouldn't have to react to that at all. Cause I would have already had the one target selected 
and no matter where it stands, I still have it selected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, especially in PvP, when you get the the lines coming together, a simple move can be so drastic because for them to finish off a kill or something, they would have to follow you through everything to get the line of sight. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, I've, I've played a healer quite a bit in our time and maybe someone listening will, maybe this is not good. (laughs) Maybe I'm wrong, but honestly, what I found was that in most MMOs, if you're the healer, you want to stand as far in the back as you can, right? Cause you're just trying to create as much literal, distance between you and whoever might be trying to fight you because really that's unless there's something to like an object on the map to line of sight around the only thing you can really do is try and create more distance yeah but in crowfall if you if you get too far back you end up isolating yourself and then you just get picked off by someone (laughs) who jumps back there which can happen in other games too but in crowfall if you actually go to the middle of the pack you're much harder to focus fire Right. Whereas if yeah. you're healing by yourself in the corner in the back, it's obvious who you are and what you're doing and you can be targeted really easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that I think that that's an interesting dynamic that it offers that something like Guild Wars, I don't think does. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot of stuff you can do with positioning like that where mm-hmm. you wouldn't normally think that I'm a healer. I should be up here in the middle of the group or something. But I mean, if you can heal through that AOE damage, it's, why not? I mean, that way you don't get singled out. Right. So, yeah, so I, I have gotten to level 30 only in in dregs. And I I think that... I think the game feels like it makes a lot more sense this way. Mm-hmm. Or at least it's a lot more closely aligned to what I thought I was getting when I bought it and what I hoped it would be really all this time i really like the fresh start yeah yeah i i really really think that's good and i think it's really interesting how they've tied crafting mechanics into sieging because you can only get the first three levels of vessel in the temple Mm -hmm. and you can only craft to a certain tier in the temple Mm -hmm. and then if you want to craft higher tier than that or get better vessels than that then you actually have to go and and take a fort and upgrade the fort. And then by doing that, that's how you unlock the new vendors. Um, so I think yeah, that's yeah. a really interesting way to kind of tie the whole game together, you know, and not make taking forts just about winning a points game. Isn't it uh, level five and ten, I think, are the tiers? I think that might be true. I don't, I'm, yeah, I'm not looking at it right now to know what the thresholds are, but yeah. either way, I just know that there are thresholds by which you unlock the highest tier stuff. So there's an incentive to take territory beyond conquest points. Like just simply, if you want to have better gear, better vessel level up to max level, you're going to have to have access to an upgraded fort. Yeah. The fresh start really um, felt good too. I just like leveling things. And I don't know, seeing everything like on a blank slate, it made me kind of want to take another round through the new player experience. I know there's not really much there, but I also wondered if if it if Drake's benefits from having that fresh start at 30. 
I don't know, going from one to 30, does it really add that much? And with it being two weeks, it's like, well, I mean, might as well get to it. As long as there's no import tokens, I mean, it would still be the even playing field, right? To some extent, yes. I mean, maybe they could just let you create a character at level 30. They don't currently have that option. You know, you can create a character and instant level it to 25. So maybe if they put that in or something. But I think the challenge with you, if you can't create, you would have to be able to create a character at level 30. Because if you're bringing a character in, then it potentially has, at the very least, an upgraded vessel. Which... Maybe that doesn't matter because you're going to get a new one at 31 anyway. Mm-hmm. But I just, I like there being no advantage for, from previous effort. Yeah. The drags, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I think you're right though. I mean, it probably took me, I don't know, we'll say three hours, maybe four hours to level to 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's playing by myself. And that that's including all of the time vendoring and at the bank and, you know, looking at what my spec's going to be and all that stuff. So total time played was probably, I would, yeah, somewhere between three and five hours. I don't know exactly. So it's not that long. On the other hand, to your point, it's not like that part of the game was all that engaging. Mm -hmm. You know, you just, (laughs) you just kind of go into the camps and murk and stuff and then moving on relatively quickly. That's what I mean. Like even, I mean, I, even if it was 25, I mean, yeah. you could, you could do that maybe. Yeah. No, I think there's, I think there's, there's some fairness to that. One thing that's interesting is they've, they've now recreated a quote unquote problem that they solved before, which is that now you can farm in the temple zone again. So if you need gold, which you do because you have to have gold to buy your white vessel, your green vessel, I mean, all the vessels, but even if you don't have a fort just at the temple to buy vessels, you've got to have gold, right? It's 15K for the white one, mm-hmm. I think 70-something K for the green one. I don't know what the blue one is. Yeah. But so you've got to farm, you know, some gold. Now, farming gold in the temple zone is certainly going to be way slower <laughs> than farming it in dregs. I mean, you can farm, you know, 30K in an hour, if not more, in dregs. You can also get ganked and lose it. And in the temple zone, you can't. (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, it's only two weeks, so I don't know how much people care, but I'd be interested to see if people do just farm gold in the temple zone to buy vessels or something, because what else is there as far as safety, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess it is possible. I don't know what what the time would be. Yeah, it would certainly be a lot longer than farming it in dregs. But again, there's zero risk. I mean, this was the truth... I mean, it wasn't like when Arboreum or Solarium or whatever those zones were called. It wasn't faster to farm it there either. Mm. But people did it because you you couldn't lose it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess they could continue to adjust it. Um, But maybe that would solve it if you took out the 1 to 25 and we just started at the 25. Yeah, that's true. And again, I don't know why they couldn't just make it so you could create a level one character and then instantly level it to 30 or something instead of 25. Like, that's just an arbitrary number, right? So, yeah, I think I, I think I agree with that sentiment that you definitely could. Um, I don't know how much how awesome the experience of leveling from one to 30 is. <laughs> it, it's not that it's not that long at the same time. 
why am I spending five hours on this? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it would be, you'd have to think about the reverse of it. I mean, if someone was able to start a character in Dregs and then it just exports after it's over. So that, you know, is that okay? It kind of defeats the purpose of having any beginning in the game. So maybe leveling 225, but then I guess that limits you on who can join. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, they said in their post that they're going <laughs> to turn the knobs every every campaign, right? So mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to be the same rule set that we'll see next time. I don't think they will always be two-week campaigns. Mm-hmm. I I don't think that every dregs this year will be no import. And honestly especially if they can get to a place where they can do concurrent dregs running at once. Oh yeah. Then you could have one where you could have import and one that doesn't. The thing is, is that the import just, it only benefits the most powerful, right? And so mm-hmm. it, it, it's just, it's only an advantage for those that are already towards the top. And that doesn't incentivize the rest of the community to, to want to play in my opinion. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Come in at a disadvantage. And there's already, I mean, I am, you know, having been playing by myself these last few few days, I'm at a disadvantage just because, you know, I while I was while I was leveling, I ran into I think two full groups, so probably there are 12 of some other alliance or guild that was running around out there. They probably level way faster than I did, right? Mm-hmm. And when it comes to crafting and gathering and all that, they can be way more efficient. So there's just a, an understanding of the game is and, and an organizational capacity is going to be an advantage already for you know the the longer standing guilds that I think adding giving them gear bonuses and vessel bonuses and stuff like that out of the gate I don't think it makes it more fun for anyone. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I agree. I think in shadows there can be a place for that. I'm honestly really interested to see how they how they overhaul shadows eventually too, because I think that I'm I think I've come around that I think shadows as the for lack of a better way to say it mode of the game that's always on right <laughs> like <laughs> any day any any day of the year you want to play crowfall you can log on and play in shadows kind of thing like yeah yeah the persistent uh, right yeah the persistent. I think it makes sense for that to be true, but I think that that game needs to be overhauled as well. I mean, the truth is, is Shadows is not new. Shadows came out two months or something after Dregs did when the game launched, and it's always been less popular than Dregs. And (laughs) to, to have the word Dregs and popular in the same sentence is kind of blasphemy, right? So... So my point is, is that, like, Shadows needs to be overhauled dramatically as well, I'm not arguing that it should be a clone of Guild Wars or something, mm-hmm. but I do think that Guild Wars 2 has refined the faction versus faction territory control gameplay to a, a much greater level than, certainly than something like, uh, than Crowfall has, but even games like Dark Age, right? Mm-hmm. Um I think, and we've talked about these things before, but I think it'd be really interesting if they could change 
go away from siege timers and shadows entirely because it's not guild based, right? So you're not going to have that level of organization to be like, Hey, we need everyone to be on at 8 PM Thursday night. Right? Like yeah. who knows how you're going to coordinate that in a, in an entire faction. Mm-hmm. So do away with that and instead move to something where controlling you have, like we've talked about before, you have to control maybe like, you know, outposts and that allows you to, to then siege towers and then take those over. And now you can siege the castle, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something like that. Because if, if, if you require territory to be captured before the, the castle can be captured, that in and of itself kind of provides some warning system, if you will, that the castle is potentially under threat mm-hmm. because they have however much time it takes for them to take everything leading up to that. Right. Right. If you had a, uh... I don't know what the number would be, three outposts, four outposts. Once someone captured two, and if someone was aware, looking at the map, they're like, well, there's a chance that this castle could be under siege in the next hour, two hours. I don't know, however long it takes to get the remaining stuff. Right, Uh, exactly. And and then you could mount some kind of defense or call to arms. I mean, that was one of the greatest things that I first experienced in Camelot was when something was going down and then the call to arms went out to like everyone in, in, in the faction. I don't know. It was just an interesting feeling because then everyone was stopped their leveling and be like, Hey, do you want to group up? We'll go to the front. And, and then you just saw different people, I don't know, coordinating. And Yeah, for sure. So, you know, obviously I think no import is a huge deal. But I would say the most dramatic change, in my opinion, that they made to this dregs is with the harvesting and crafting systems. I I think that the current system, whether or not this is the, the you know, exactly how it works going forward, I don't know. It is so much better than the old system. Being able to harvest with a single discipline and equip all the different tools is great. And there's actually not a crafting discipline you just go to the workstation or whatever it's called the the crafting bench of the craft you want and you can see all the recipes there and that's it Mm, yeah and it just it just makes it there's no experimentation phase there's there's none of that you just put the stuff in (laughs) and you (laughs) make it yeah Yeah. and that's and now now you have it and that's all there is Uh uh-huh and yeah it's it's so much more straightforward and understandable i i really hope that they strongly consider implementing this across the whole game because the crafting the old crafting system in shadows is also a joke the old crafting system is is a nightmare and i mean it is and we've talked about it on on previous shows where you know the idea that experimentation is fun and interesting just doesn't work in the age of the internet in a competitive game, because people are going to go look it up. So there is no experimentation. So just get rid of it. Like I, I get it that it's a, a novel idea, but someone smarter than the current developers and us is going to have to come up with a way to implement it. That makes sense. And so far no one's done that. So just scrap it and, and go with the more traditional crafting system. It makes sense. People can do it. Everyone can participate. And not everyone is going to want to be a crafter still, but yeah, it, it 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 levels the playing field so much more with this. Oh yeah, I mean, 
the um, learning curve of the c- current crafting system or how it is 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 immense. And in so many times, just looking through menus, looking for the recipe, wondering if I do I need a higher discipline? Uh, probably. <laughs> well, it's also just it's also just incredibly tedious. I mean, yeah. you know, whenever a few months ago I decided, well, I think I'm going to work on jewel crafting a bit, right? And so I sat down, had a ton of resources. Let's just bang it out. I spent an hour to craft basically an inventory's worth of of rings. Like my inventory's full of rings after an hour, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I did not get anywhere close to the amount of disciplines I need from that to level to the next tier of discipline. And it's not fun clicking UI windows for an hour. <laughs> like... Oh it, my. It, it's not an enjoyable experience at all. So even outside of the complexity and the confusingness of it, it's just actually cumbersome and not fun. And the new crafting system just does away with that as most games have done and just says here, put the stuff in the, in the window, click make it makes, and then we move on with our lives. And I mean, the, the vault stuff is, is getting better, but I mean, it, the organization of all this stuff that you need, like if you wanted to make a hundred um, hand grips for weapons and just like store them, I mean, the system is just not tailored for easy organization. I got to get a chest. I got to put all the hand grips in there. I've got to store them in an EK. In an EK. I got to have the building, the parcel. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess the other maybe more significant change than that is the fact that you can only have 12 people in a Gilder Alliance online at any one given. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that change. I think that right now it's workable because the population is so small anyway. Like if you made it 50 on 50, then there would be maybe one alliance with 50 and maybe a second one with 30 and then a bunch of stragglers, which is what Dregs already was, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that right now for the current player population size, the 12-man limit makes sense. I do think that Crowfall has an opportunity to really shine in big group combat. You know, mm-hmm. we fought in what would be considered by most games Zerg fights, right? Yeah. Where we've got 40 or 50 people and so does the opponent. And I mean, we fought in keeps with those numbers. We fought out in the field with those numbers. And we've had some really great fights. I mean, I've gotten absolutely raffle stomped, so it's not like we always <laughs> win. But I, I also have one, and, and to be clear, not by not because of me, <laughs> but because we had a good team and a good shot caller, and everyone was was willing to to kind of play ball. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we've had good maneuvers in the middle of the field, and you know, countered different movements and, and turned the tide of a fight based on positioning and stuff. That is very different than. I'll use Guild Wars as an example because I, like I said, I played that a bit lately. In Guild Wars 2, when you have big Zergs that fight, it it's just really, really confusing. And it kind of feels like you're just watching like a tornado is one team and then another tornado that's the other team and the tornadoes just kind of clash. Mm. And it's not really obvious what's happening. I don't know how anyone keeps track of what's going on. And I actually don't think that they do. I think what everyone's doing is spamming AOEs nonstop. And mm-hmm. Guild Wars plays very differently than Crowfall. But my point just being that, like, 
that's not a more fun way to PvP. Like, Guild Wars has some okay PvP, but the big group fights kind of devolve into cluster. And Crowfall didn't feel that way. Crowfall, I mean, certainly it's chaotic, and I'm sure it's not perfect, mm-hmm. but it felt like a real battle often way more than than I've ever felt in something like Guild Wars. Yeah, that's, uh, I would say, I mean, it's got to be at the top of the most fun I've had in, in large-scale PvP. I mean, we were really lucky to get into that organization of having the good shot caller and everyone kind of having an idea of tactics. I mean, it could be really chaotic if you didn't have kind of some structure in place and were just clashing and, and weren't prepared for that clash. Right. But, I mean, it's just great that Crowfall PvP can work on those multiple scales, large scale, small scale. Like, it all has a really good feel, and it could be as organized as you want it to be if you have the people willing to do it. Well, and I think that if you had if you had close to even numbers, if you had someone that's really highly organized, mm-hmm. that team's going to win probably 10 out of 10 times, right? If the other team's not organized. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'm, I've not played Guild Wars nearly as much, so I might be being wildly unfair to it, but it feels like what's happening in those big fights is it's basically like which group can maintain the tightest cluster because the more everyone stands on top of each other the more they all benefit from each other's aoe heals that they're all casting and all this stuff right okay and so the like the more spread out a group gets then the more people start to get picked off and and die or whatever and then that group eventually shrinks and then dies and yeah like in crowfall it feels like there's actual tactics being employed or at least the capacity for them to be yeah i would say that it would be hard to out damage someone using tactics if your group wasn't using tactics yes yes exactly there's a lot of variance in land formation and stuff so there's just a lot of nukes and crannies that you can exploit right i don't know yeah so i think it'll be interesting to see um if they go back, which I assume they will, to not limiting the the size in that way, I hope that they do that. And, and again, I think they will because I think they have to understand that that's one of their strong suits. But with the current player base, I mean, it would have just been the same dregs over again, even with these changes, if they wouldn't have done this. Yeah, exactly. I am also interested to see, though, so there's a huge prevalence of stealthers in this dregs. Oh, imagine that. Well, and I almost wonder if they'll make a dregs where there's no stealther allowed. Oh, I'm sure it has to be on the table. Yeah, I think it will be too. Just because it... it I, the thing is, though, and again, it, it the game, you know, every... <laughs> the game can't satisfy every different type of player at all times, I don't think, right? Yeah. And, and maybe it can try, but I, I don't know if it's possible. But, like... For me, where I was playing by myself and, you know, I would play with you, but probably not going to try and join another guild or something right now. You and I aren't really recruiting for our own guild. We're just kind of, you know, testing stuff out and kind of dabbling. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not interested in committing to some other group or something or, or really getting in the weeds with anyone. But if I'm going to play in dregs at all, like I, if I'm by myself, I'm going to get rocked <laughs> anytime I see any other player. Right. I mean. 
Yeah. Maybe if they're one-on-one, it's okay, but they're probably not by them by themselves and it's probably going to go poorly. So having the ability to stealth enables solo or smaller group players to still kind of survive in the world. But it's like if any point you're going to be on your own trying to get something done, you might as well make a stealther to start. Right, right. But I can understand that if that becomes too popular, it really narrows the game, right? Because now you're not getting the exciting group fights with the different classes and seeing different abilities and stuff. You're just getting (laughs) guinea pigs and half-elves shooting and stabbing, you know? Yeah, really, honestly, not having stealthers in a campaign would be interesting to see because if you're doing the limited amount of people per zone in like siege or fort fights or however you want to do it it's really hard for us to like fit in stealthers anyway into that group comp right i mean people don't necessarily want them if they can have other things so i mean since they're not going to use them in that situation you could probably do away with them and focus on the combat yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, now again, I'm not personally advocating that I want that change because I <laughs> enjoy the, the safety that a stealther provides. Exactly, yeah. I, mean, I, out. I like the stealther, but it, I mean, it does make sense. Yeah, I think it could go, you know, again, if we can get multiple campaigns and get multiple iterations, not every campaign has to be the same. They can have one that doesn't have stealth. That doesn't mean stealthers have been removed from the game now, right? Mm-hmm. The other thing that I think that, and I don't know, I actually don't know what the clean solution, I say that like for all the other problems I've had solutions, I've not. I also don't know the solution to this problem, I should have said. But I do think that, so if Dregs is going to be kind of the like final form of the game, if you will, or something, right? Mm-hmm. Then, then that's where players are going to aspire to be. But it's challenging to find to, to find community potentially, right? Because the game itself doesn't have a good system for supporting finding guilds that are recruiting and talking to strangers. <laughs> yeah, talking to strangers is the funny one. But yeah. Well, but there's but I mean that's a huge deal, right? Like I know, yeah, that's like, what you do. Well, I was even thinking, you know, because you and I are are two manning it. Well, it turns out if you look at the leaderboard, there's a lot of guilds that just have two people, three people, one person, whatever that are in dregs, right? Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, well, I mean, if we wanted to to try and take a fort or something, maybe we could ally with some of these people. And then I thought, I have no idea how I would talk to them. <laughs> I mean, really, I don't. Because yeah. the only thing I could do would be in general chat, be like, hey, is so-and-so on? Maybe. I know, right? Maybe. Uh... <laughs> and I'm not really interested in broadcasting to the whole game what my intentions Planets? are. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to make a plan for this fourth thing. Right. And so then so then it's like, I guess I go to Discord and I have to but assume that they... name might not be the same. And right. Their so name might not be the same. If they're like me, they don't have notifications in Crowfall Discord turned on, so yeah, I wouldn't know if someone had messaged me or not, you know. So yeah, I don't know. It's I don't. That's why I said started it with I don't know what the answer is, but I feel like 
it would be it would be awesome if they could come up with some way to put people together, right? Yeah. A la, you know, the game I always bring up, but WoW solved that ages ago with matchmaking for PvP and matchmaking for dungeons and that sort of stuff. And I get that those are a lot more cookie cutter experiences than what Crowfall is offering. So it would be a lot harder to do matchmaking in the way that WoW offers it. So again, not that that's the answer either, but I don't know. Something in the game client, not on the website, mm. not in Discord, <laughs> something in the application that, yeah. that helps facilitate bringing people together, I think would go a long way for it as well because... I don't know how to how to find other small groups to play with. You know what I mean? Well, what if what if you if you sent someone a tell? I mean, it could expand the chat window or something. Something that's like you're always going to see a tell. I don't know. Yeah, but in Crowfall, that's not true. That's what I mean. Oh yeah. And if there was a, a slight change to the UI where if you sent a tell it could expand the chat window because sometimes it minimizes it on zone change or something. Yeah, it's true. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, that would be good. I mean, if it was a, I guess it could play a noise too. Maybe. It could play a noise, but it could also just create a new tab for that conversation. Right. Mm, that's, there you go. that's a system. in I think in wow, actually um, okay. someone sends you a tell and you can have it just create its own tab. So then you just have a dedicated chat window. So yeah, I think something like that could certainly work. Something else I was interested in, in looking at was, you know, I logged in the first day of Dregs and I was interested to see who's leading the conquest score on day one, right? Mm -hmm. And all the guilds, all the people, a lot of the names are the same. We have a lot of the same famous, dare we call it, Crowfall players. Your Bizras, your your Arxies, your Chexies, these people. Mm -hmm. But they're all they all have different, like there is no Lords of Death, I don't think, or if there is, it's like a handful of people in it, but it's not the same names that we've always seen. Hacks is not the same, right? The people that I've known from Hacks are now in some other, I don't know what it's called, but so all of that's changed a lot. But anyway, I was just like, well, I'm curious to see who's leading it on day one. And then when I logged in again after that, the next day, I was surprised and pleasantly surprised that it had changed and it was actually oh, another guild okay. that had taken over that top spot. So I'm going to be really interested to see how that unfolds as well, because <laughs> what would be disappointing is if all these changes were made and then there's still just one dominant guild that starts out in first place in the first week and then is just in first place for the whole campaign. And it's like, mm -hmm. man, how do we solve that problem? Because <laughs> <laughs> we've reduced all the, the player limits. We've simplified the crafting. We've eliminated imports. So... It had there has to be more parity at this point, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, we 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 hope that there's always something different around the corner. That's when it gets boring, is when you know the same outcomes are always happening. Yeah, but yeah. So I don't know. I would say um, interested to see how it unfolds, and and I think this is a great first, you know, new iteration of a Dregs campaign. I'm sure there are people who have played far more than me previously and in this existing campaign that have different opinions and have see different, you know, areas that need to be improved. So I, my point is not that it's perfect right now, but I think that it is definitely a step in the right direction. And I, I really hope that they continue to iterate on this, this, these ideas that they have, because the, the game has something to it. That's 
that's good. <laughs> and we just have to figure out how to make that what people feel when they play instead of overwhelmed and confused by, you know, get your vessel out of my vassal, you know? <laughs> yes, facts. Anything else you wanted to talk about today? I'll do it. Well, that's all for the show today. Follow us on Twitter and Minds at CrowfallPod. You can also check out my other podcast, The Walk Show, which explores the walk of life through a variety of interviews with guests, or my other show, Pick Up Your Sticks, which is a podcast about video games where we explore the idea of why gaming matters. As always, thanks for the listen. Have a great week. Stay up.